Across the city and South Cambridgeshire. On FM, digital and your mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. Uh, welcome to another week of <coughs> From the Terraces. Um, we uh, have plenty of other football to talk about. Cambridge United obviously haven't played as yet. They've got the televised game on Monday. We'll be listening to some of the uh, pre-match press call and also talking to Matt shortly. City and Histon both in action this weekend. City in uh, the FA Cup qualifying round. Uh, a, a fairly straightforward win for them as it turns out against Leighton Town who are in the same level as them but in the uh, Eastern no, the Western League, whichever one, whichever one they, yeah, they're not. So South Central, South Central, that's the one I was looking for. And Histon, uh, uh, another league defeat uh, to Newport Pagnell, who are admittedly top of the league, having only dropped three points. But uh, we'll be talking to uh, Mark Lesniak uh, about Histon. I've got a, a, an interview we recorded yesterday with Robbie, and we'll probably be talking to Steve Warren as well about uh, City. In the women's football, it's uh, start of the league period, delayed obviously uh, by the uh, Women's World Cup. Uh, City were due to play uh, United in the opening game of the season. They were both in uh, cup action last week. Uh, United lost 5-0 in the determining round of the league league cup, so they're now going to play in the plate. City, however, beat Southampton, uh, which isn't related to the for the, 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 the men's club Southampton it's a different Southampton playing red and white it's very confusing they won so they will be going into the uh, League Cup uh, they're both in action City are playing um, Actonians away uh, at 2 o'clock start on that uh, and United are at home to Haywards Heath get down to that at St Neots uh, 2 o'clock start there as well and uh, if you want to get in touch with us you can all the usual ways you can text us on 07919 070490 that's 07919 or you can email studio at uk. but we'll start as we always do uh, with uh, Cambridge United So although there's no football to talk about because uh, of the postponement of the game until uh, to, from Saturday to Monday so that we can get Monday night football on Sky, which would be nice to see, um, and we'll bring in uh, some uh, much-needed uh, revenue, um, we've still got a whole load to talk about on that, the end of the uh, transfer window and what happened there. Um, but uh, we spoke to Mark, as usual, on uh, Thursday morning. Uh, so just a, a couple of clips from this um, to to give you some of his thoughts. Um, this is what he had to say about the change in schedule and, and what a difference that makes in terms of preparation. Yeah, actually, the, the, the next period's a strange one. I think because we've had um, quite a busy start to the, to the season um, and then we've had, I mean, even looking ahead, we've got the Reading game Monday, then we've got the Wickham game going to be rearranged, then we've got the Burton game moving to a Monday. It's just creating a bit of a different calendar to the usual schedule routine. I mean, when you do look at this period, post-Orient, in about a 40-day period, um, we've got six matches, so like a game every seven days, pretty much. Uh, and then after that, through October and into November, we play 10 games in 35 days. 
So we go from a fairly bit of time between games to prepare to a really, really hectic spell in the middle, um, which I think you, you quite often get. It's just funny the way that, that those things work out. So the Reading game being moved to Monday has meant that we've had, which means we've been able to have a real good hit of sort of three training days this week. Um, then we'll be off Friday in Saturday, Sunday um, with the game on, on Monday evening. So, um, yeah, the schedule changes slightly. It's given us a good chance to get plenty of training sessions in between the games, gives us um, the weekend to really prepare and focus on on Reading. Um, myself and Kevin went on Tuesday night to Reading against Ipswich in the Cup. Obviously a bit of a changed team, but um, a good opportunity to, to see that. And then on Saturday, myself and Barry will go and watch Oxford Port Vale ahead of Port Vale in a couple of weeks' time. So it does just give us a chance when we're not playing to to train a bit more, to see the opposition a little bit more. Um, and it's a fair, it's a rarity that we're on the telly, so uh, it's an opportunity for us to to show what we're about. Such a rarity. We did ask if any of the players had already arranged their uh, pre-TV haircut. And apparently, uh, Morrison and Mike Morrison is going to bring in a hairdresser. So I heard. I don't know whether that's true, but that's apparently what uh, what's happening. Um, then we talked about obviously uh, Monday night generally uh, uh, or midweek games under lights uh, at the Abbey. Always good fun. Obviously, uh, a packed audience. Um, we'll be talking about Nibsey and Smith. Well, less about Smith because he's still injured, uh, but about Nibsey in a minute. But this is what he had to say about Monday night uh, under lights on TV. Yeah, we have got a brilliant atmosphere, brilliant following to our away games, but but really good crowds at home. Um, obviously, we're getting back towards schools returning at some point and um, it being a Monday, I don't know what that will do to the crowd, to, to be honest, and it being on the telly, I don't know how much of a difference that makes, but um, yeah, hopefully under the lights, we, we create a really good atmosphere and, and show ourselves as a club and a team in the right light. Um, we know that Reading are probably more the pool than we are for the TV audiences, but at the same time, we want to make sure any time that we get in the spotlight, we show ourselves in the right light um, and, and find the performance levels that we found the majority of times this season in what will be a tough game. But I think after five games, we look and think, right, we're in a good position. We've had a good points return from our five games. And now in the next five game block, we want to try and be as productive again. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, it should be a, it should be a good game, and hopefully, well, it's going to be a big crowd. Um, I'm just trying to get hold of Matt now. Let's uh, bring Matt in if he's going to answer his phone, which I'm sure he will do. Hey, Matt, how are you doing? Not too bad, Tim. Thanks. Not too bad. Good, good. Uh, we, uh, recovered, recovered then from the uh, the wrestling last week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, made even easier that we didn't have to watch any football this weekend till tomorrow night. So you know, a nice, nice refreshing week off. Yeah. The, fun, the funny thing was, I went down. I went down to the Cambridge City uh, Leighton Town game, uh, the uh, uh, the cup game, FA Cup game, and found that uh, the bizarre thing is, it was Jono and uh, Matt from the BBC there actually taking the live commentary from there with feeds from Peterborough how things have changed <laughs> yes I know well yeah and you know good on uh, being, uh, the local radio uh, promoting Cambridge City as well and uh, they certainly had well I mean you know in our view they certainly had a, a better game seven goals in that one yep. and uh, you know then Peterborough lost as well which is even better <laughs> but... <laughs> altogether a good weekend and a, and a Monday night out watching football as well to go with it uh, one of the things of course that we get uh, on Monday is that uh, past Cambridge players uh, will be playing Smith unfortunately won't he's still injured but Nibsey who's uh, scored uh, just recently will be playing just just before we start talking this is what this is what Mark had to say about uh, their return to uh, the Abbey. 
both boys left a good mark on the place. It, it, it's um, everyone's responsibility to make a good impression and, and contribute well when you're here, and they both have massively. Uh, I saw Sam on Tuesday, actually. Harvey was playing, but uh, Sam's injured, so I had a chat with him, catch up with him, which was nice. Um, and, and yeah, he's had, a, he's had a disappointing start because he picked up an injury early that's kept him out for a while, and he won't be back. But obviously we know Nibsey inside out and know the qualities that he'll bring them. Yeah, we do know. I mean, it, it'll be good to see him back as long as he doesn't score, I guess, is uh, what we're looking for. But uh, um, I, I'm hoping and I, I'm, I'm thinking he will get a good reception uh, back at the Abbey on Monday. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he will do. Um, you know, whatever you thought of him as as a player, um, you know, throughout the years, and he'd been here quite a while actually. Um, you know, he, he was Cambridge United he, player. He he had success with us. You know, nobody will ever forget. You know, the lockdown promotion season. He was part of that team, um, and you know, he did he did score quite a few important goals throughout his years here at, at the football club. Um, you know, he, he got a more prominent spell when, you know, Mark took over and, um, you know, sort of became, you know, more of a of a starter than anything, uh, you know, after after that lockdown season, really, because I don't think he played too much during during the season. He, he was some more substitute roles at times. But, you know, the, the, the games in, you know, a lot of games in League One and, uh, you know, some really important goals in both seasons, uh, you know, in the end, keep us up and, you know, mid-table in, in, the, in the first season as well. So, um, you know, he, he deserves a good well... A round of applause and you know a welcome back because you know by hook or by crook he did do a good job overall for for the club and he'll be pleased with, with what he did achieve here. But you know players you know move on and um, you know at the end of the day it's down to us on Monday. We know his game inside and out and it's, you know it's our job to make sure that you know he doesn't have an impact on the game, isn't it? And, you know we we know the way that he plays and we we should be able to you know be able to handle him hopefully. Uh, quite easily on Monday. Yeah, it'll be. It will be good to see him back. And as I say, I, 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 I hope he doesn't score. But if he does, what's what's your view on the celebrating in front of your uh, old club? Oh, I think he should celebrate him. You know, at the end of the day, you know, he served his time at this football club. He's moved on, and it's part and parcel of football. It, it's nice showing respect, obviously, and you know, fair play to him if he refuses to celebrate. But. Hey, you know, at the end of the day, you you, you never know when you, it could be his last goal he scores for Reading. So, yeah. you know, I feel like he should be entitled to, to celebrate if he wants to. Ah, good on you. I'm, I'm glad you do because I, I think as, as long as you don't go, as long as you don't go screaming running up to the crowd and, and, and putting it in their face and everything, which I think would be disrespectful. But uh, there's nothing wrong with celebrating. He's got a new club. Uh, we've let him go and now he gets on with his career and, and, and he should be able to celebrate. So, uh, so I'm glad we agree on that one. Um, in to- it, We'll come to sign innings in a minute but uh, Mark spoke in the week uh, about injuries there's just a couple of clips here to play the first one this one is on uh, Kachunga so let's listen to what he had to say about where we're at with that one this is good news yeah catches back in um, everybody else came through the weekend okay so um, all being well we've got a few training days yet between now and now and the game but um, we're looking we're looking in good health and and um, hopefully we'll be we'll be really strong and refreshed and and full of life and energy going into the game. And that, of course, was recorded on Thursday. This is what he had to say about the other injuries within the squad. Brandon's back from St George's. He's he's out on the grass now with the medical staff, which is good. Houndstrap. Um, Jordan's not on the grass yet, and he's a bit away. Say so we say coup, but there, there's no issues there. They're just 
plugging through their rehab. Um, Adam, Mamadou, those types of lads, it's been a really good period for because they're getting some uh, heavy training sessions which they haven't had previously in a busy game spell. So it's been good for them. Um, and there's lots of lots of lads that are making their way back through. So, yeah, if we can keep everybody on uh, in, in good form and good health, once we get um, everybody back, we'll be strong. And I think you know it's 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 nice to hear that uh, those that are are injured are are coming back. Some some obviously slower than others, uh, Jordan Cousins, but uh, we keep hearing Adam May is uh, doing is doing really well. Um, so hopefully not too long before you know he'll be he'll be uh, knocking on the door for his place back in the side. Um, it, it's good not to have those injuries. We we did talk though about getting potentially two signings in um, before the transfer window closed we managed one um i'm not sure we, we, the, the club have kept quiet about whether there was a, a second one close to signing or not but uh, we've got uh, john K- kamani gordon uh, has come in from crystal palace um and he's been on the subs bench uh, for the first team uh, for a couple of games so obviously thought well of and and could be a really good signing before we get on to your opinion let's just listen to what mark had to say about that as a signing yeah, no training every day um, in, in and around. Oh the no! Hang on a second. That was really weird. It's mi- it's missed one out for me. Uh, I'll come in on to that one in a second about Kai Yearn, but uh, this is actually the signing news. Sorry about that. Yeah, we've signed um, John Kamani Gordon from um, from Crystal Palace on loan till till January. So uh, I think that's a, a really good option. John was um, it's not his first loan. Twenty year old boy who's, who's been unused sub in the first team recently on the bench for for, for Palace and. Um, played quite a lot of football and, and is fit and ready to go in terms of a full pre-season. Had a loan last year at Carlisle, which um, you know played in the playoff final and, and from January onwards played a lot of football, which is, is good. So it's not his sort of first rodeo, which is important. And um, he's a really powerful, athletic boy who gives us all the qualities we're after in forward players. Um, can play anywhere wide. Has played more off the left than than any other side and. Um, through the middle as a nine as well. So, um, as in a couple of those forward options, we've got players that can play through the middle. We, you know, you look at him as an option alongside Gassan and Fajira as a striker, and obviously Kachunga as well, um, who's played almost 200 games as a striker in his career. It gives us really four options as a striker in the game, which is important. Uh, and I think with JK, once you get him uh, in and around it, and Seku's back with those two, and Gas and Faye and Lanks and Brofs and and Soleil. Um, and Cacho, like we've got probably eight eight players that can play in those attacking positions. So it gives us really good depth and really good athleticism, which will be good in terms of competition from the start of games, but also within game as well. So um, really exciting option for us, really well thought of young player um, and played some senior football now and, and really ready to, to come and contribute to us. So it's a good signing. So Matt, yeah, I mean, on on paper, a very good signing. A player that uh, isn't uh, here because he's injured elsewhere. A player that uh, you know has has got uh, high level experience and that uh, is obviously well thought of at Crystal Palace. A, a good addition, um, obviously only until the middle of January, but uh, could be uh, good for mixing things up and and providing the strength and depth in that uh, front line for United. Yeah, um, by the sounds of it, you know, he's got a little bit of pace about him and, um, you know, as, as Mark says there, he can he can play everywhere, you know, along the three and, and up top as well. So, it, you know, it's an interesting thing. We seem to have a lot of players that can do that. 
um, you know, play along the three and, you know, as a, as a striker, which I'm a little bit surprised about rather than having an out-and-out striker. Um, you know, maybe it's something that that Mark's, you know, thought might be a bit easier in terms of, A, you know, having players in and B, just, you know, having different options. Um, you know, I, I'd still like to have that, you know, another out-and-out striker um, personally. But, hey, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the, the young lad has, has got, you know, experience. He played in League Two last year in a Carlisle side that obviously came up in into our league. You know, he played in the playoff final. He's been on the the bench at Palace, like you said. You know, for those, you know, the last couple of games, so he's had that, you know, sort of Premier League environment without, you know, potentially getting on to the to the pitch. But he's obviously highly rated there. So, you know, I imagine him to get quite a few games. Um, you know, at some point. Whether he starts Monday or whether, you know, he's involved Monday, pretty might be on the bench and, you know, whether he comes on or not, we're not sure yet, but, you know, we'll wait and see for that one. But, you know, there's there's a lot of games coming up in the in the next few months. Uh, you know, we we've had a game moved already because of the, you know, international call ups that will be squeezed in at some point in October, I imagine. And we've got all the, you know, the Papa John's games as well. So there's going to be a lot of games for him to, to play and uh, to, to try and make an impression. And, you know, potentially pending, you know, on injuries and, and everything else as we go into the Christmas period, you know, potentially making that, that loan deal, you know, a little bit longer, perhaps till the end of the season. So, you know, interesting to see what he can do and uh, what he'll bring to the side. Um, yeah, I still think we're a little bit light in, in the central midfield area. You know, whether we've got something, an idea there, or we're just hoping that, you know, Adam May gets, you know, fit, match fit pretty quickly, or, uh, you know, cousin, Jordan Cousins comes back a little bit quicker as well. I'm not sure. But, hey, you know, it, it, time will tell, won't it? And we'll, we'll just have to wait and see on that and just hope nobody else gets injured in the middle of the park again. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I don't know how close they were to, to actually signing a, a second person. Um, uh, you know, Mark will, Mark will play it down, the right person wasn't wasn't available, uh, you know, and that's that's obviously what he's going to say. Um, and whether that's true or not, we'll, you know, we'll find out. But yeah, injury is always one of those ones you can't, you know, we know how much injuries affect he does last year. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully Adam May isn't too far away. And, that, I, you know, I'm still, I still think the, the prospect of having him back is massive I think you know he's he's shown he's shown at the start of the season before he was injured uh, just I think just how good he can be and I think it will be great to uh, have him back I just take you back if we can to, to I know nobody wants to go back to the uh, late Orient game and and Mark you know said after the game it's not a wake-up call for the club they knew the top of the league place was you know an early season thing and it wasn't going to be there till the end of the season and uh, you know that's the way it goes one of the one of probably the only bright piece about that was uh, Glenn Connock coming in and, and actually showing what he can do and announcing himself getting his uh, first team debut uh, league debut um, you know just to see him there was obviously uh, you know a, a really good thing there's been a lot of not criticism there's been a lot of questions asked over uh, the last year to, to two seasons really of where are all the youth that we're all being told is are going to get you know a, a run out in a game and you know they will get a run out um, it may be Papa John's trophy for the moment but one that's being asked about obviously is Kai Yearn at the moment um, so this is what Mark had to say uh, about Kai Yearn uh, on Thursday 
Yeah, no, training every day um, in, in and around the squad. He obviously hasn't made the squad yet in that sense and games are a little bit dried up for him. Um, th there's no doubt with those ones. Some of them will go out on loan at some point, but we obviously won't do that until we're clear with the numbers we've got off the back of the, the transfer window and also um, one or two injuries, making sure we're, we're strong enough. We don't want to leave ourselves light in number. Um, so, yeah, he's working hard and trying to get as close to it as he can. And um, as and when the chance comes up, that there will be a loan for him at some period. And that, that brings in, I just wanted to chat about this briefly, is that, that that brings in, you know, whether the other youngsters will also go out flow. And obviously at the moment we're waiting to see how things settle down now. We've got the squad that we're going to, you know, we're going to get until the uh, January transfer window. Um, you know, we barring injuries, it is inevitable that some of them will go out and it is inevitable that some people on uh, uh, the, uh, you know, social media channels will start complaining about the fact that we're loaning some of these youth out instead of playing them. But your view on kind of the, the loaning them out surely I mean we'll hear in a minute Mark's view on it and also Liam Bennett's view which is actually obviously an interesting one but it's the only way you can really develop these young players yeah it is and um, my, my only real concern over it all is are we getting these players to you know the right level that they need to be playing at. Um, I know we've already, you know, there's a few dotted around in our local teams uh, at the moment. There's a few at Royston. There's obviously a couple of St. Ives, I think, that we've got, uh, you know, a new link up with. Um, and, you, you know, there's a uh, Glenn Hoddle, I think, is at St. Albans at the moment, which is Conference South, which is, you know, for, for his age, um, you know, it's a good level to go at for, for now, you know, not having probably just played at sort of Royston level before. Beforehand, I think so. Yeah, I, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with it at all. You know, I, I think it, I think it's good. But again, it's about sending some of these players out to the right level for them to get that match experience and you know be able to you know push on from there. And you know, Liam Bennett is is the the prime example of that. You know, you send him for six months on loan to a League Two side. He plays almost every single game. Um, makes a you know a hell of impression you know so much that Walsall fans you know are clamouring for for them to you know put bids in sign him and for him not to you know to come back and then you know he comes back into our team and um, you know looks looks you know a first team of you know as soon as he steps on the pitch apart from last week which was probably his worst game he's had in a long while for us so um, yeah so I, you know I'm all I'm all for it and like I say you know when when we get it right. And as, as we did with Will Norris many years ago, as we did it this time, you know, last season with Liam Bennett, um, it works out for not just, you know, the, the, the club that we're loaning the player to, but the player himself and us as a football club, which is why you do it. So, um, you know, so it, it's down to us to get these, these players at the right level. And, and these players do need to go to the right level to be able to test themselves. There's no point in, you know, and I, I will see single out, you know, Glenn McConnell and, and Kai Young as our two sort of potentially brightest prospects right now. There's no point in keep sending them out to go and play, uh, you know, Cambridge City and, and Royston level all the time. And that's no disrespect to them. But if they want to be, you know, football league players, they need to be going, say, to a conference side for a few games. Or, you know, if we can get them into a, a league two side, you know, potentially down there for you know, six months to a year. You know, that that's the kind of level the, these players have got to start aspiring to before, you know, they try to 
start trying to get into, you know, our team while we're a League One club. So, you know, it, it, it's one of them. It's always hard for the football club because it, it's got to work both, you know, it's got to work both ways for us as the football club and the other team we're loaning players to. So, yeah, it's, it's just down to the levels, Tim. You know, if we get the right the right levels for these players, then, you know, it, it works out really well. But, you know, we can't just keep powering them off to you know, sort of Royston and, and City all the time, you know, they've got to make that step up and, you know, get into the real level of football where they, they can make a big impression and, you know, physically, you know, get used to it as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's almost as if you've uh, read my mind in terms of the questions that I asked Mark <laughs> at the press call. Uh, I'll, we'll uh, let you go, Matt. Um, uh, thanks very much for joining us and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week after the uh, Reading game. Cheers. Take, take care, mate. Bye. So there we go. Uh, that's Matt. Thanks very much. Uh, so just talking about that then, this is, uh, this is what Mark had to say, um, uh, first of all, on the whole loans thing. Uh, the, the, the question was asked, uh, does he feel frustrated that uh, there's criticism about the way in which we loan players out uh, and this is what his response was uh, no because if they've had no experience of it they wouldn't understand it so uh, don't get frustrated by things you can't sort of have any influence over um i think you could look at um a loan of liam bennett and say what an unbelievable decision that was to send him out on loan and what a maximized experience that was from him what what a brilliant player we had in return off the back of that so loans can work or can't work but Young players need to play football to get better. Um, they don't necessarily have to play 50 games a season, but they need opportunities to play. So um, there will be times where it's the right thing, times where um, we just can't allow the loans because of our overall numbers and the picture here. But I think it's just trying to find that balance. And um, th there's always multiple reasons for a decision. And quite often you people don't know that and don't know the... Uh, the, the whole decision-making process and what goes into to everything. I think, in general, people outside of the team um, draw their opinions off so little information, whereas our decisions are made off of a lot more information and, and, and so on. So um, there's a real thought behind everything that we do. And I think in that sense, you can see some really good examples of a loan and some bad examples. In the end, it's only a good loan if they go and play on it. So we've had some boys that have gone loan and not got in a team and therefore it turns into not very good one. But, you know, you can't, you can't predict how everything's going to turn out. You just have to make the best, uh, the best gamble half the time on, on the way to do things. Um, some of that will be players going out. Some of that will be going out later in the season. And some of that will be going out now. It, it's, um, it's, a, it's a little bit up and down, really, and, and up for debate all the time with, with players. But um, what we want to make sure is we've got... A, we have a busier game schedule pre-Christmas than after, usually. So we need to make sure we've got enough players around and there may be some really good opportunities for the younger ones within that so if they're here for that great and if we get to a point where they desperately need to play or they're not close enough to the team then then obviously they need to go out and um, I would say is the jump to playing in a league one team that needs to win is a big one from not playing a lot or just playing under 18s 19s football so um, we, we understand that and we have to try and get that balance right. Yeah, absolutely. And this is what, uh, just to finish off on uh, United, this is what Liam Bennett had to say about his experience uh, in uh, the uh, loan market. Oh, absolutely massive. Like the, the loan at Warsaw couldn't have gone any better for me. I went there and got myself into the team and done really well. And just as long as I, I was playing games, I knew I was going to learn and um, I sort of found a, a new confidence in myself and 
and I felt as though I was learning every single week and just little little things that I was picking up with passing patterns and understanding my role and um, then obviously to come back and uh, be put in the situation we were last year and um, I felt as though I was in a much stronger position and the strongest position I've ever been to to come into the team and have a really good impact and that's obviously led to um, me getting to where I am now and now it's up to me to be consistent and, and keep developing as well because um, I've had one really good year and it's about making this year just as good if not better. Yeah, so so I think that, that you know his his view certainly that it's been really good, but it, it was it, as Mark said, these things work out. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So uh, some of the players will no doubt go on loan and uh, and hopefully develop uh, their careers further uh, and then come back to play for us uh, as Liam Bennett has, as uh, Glenn Connell did, and as we hope Kai Yearn will do as well. But uh, so Monday night at Reading at the Abbey. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk uh, City. Broadcasting from the city centre. On FM, digital and your mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. So, uh, a mixed start, uh, cup success, uh, league not so much. Uh, I'm just going to try and get hold of uh, Steve Warren uh, and we'll have a chat with him before we talk about uh, the football with Robbie. So bear with me a second while I try him on his phone. Hopefully he will answer. I've just texted him. So he said, yes, that'll be fine. So uh, any second now. Steve, oh, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Uh Oh, what can we start? Consistency, I guess, is <laughs> is is. It's always the talk, really, of uh, Cambridge City. I mean, first of all, consistency in, in results because uh, uh, cup games great, uh, league games not so great, um, but also consistency in performance. Uh, we, it, it's almost like, and I was chatting to Robbie, and he he, he apologised to me yesterday. He says half the time I end up talking to you, telling you how good we were when we lost the game, but the truth is, for part or most of that game, we were as good or better than the opposition but we sometimes you know m- m- quite often unfortunately contrive to lose games that we should have at least got a draw or a win out of and I think that that's probably it isn't it you you, you started yeah. well and and uh, you know it's gone a bit downhill from there but the cup is bringing revenue in and uh, you know and now you're into the next round of the cup and the FA Cup and the vase is coming up and all there's all sorts of things going in the cup and that's looking good exactly that yeah I will say that um, yeah the yeah, it makes a change because we haven't had a great record over the years. I think we had got to the fourth qualifying in, in the COVID year, so 2020, 1920, something like that, when we played Darlington. But, you know, other than that, we haven't had a run for a long time. And and actually, in the early season, it's probably more important. Um, you know, yeah, look, of course, we'd like to be high in the league and the league football is there. But, um, you know, you, you, you want to be in that, obviously. Um, and as you rightly said, the revenue, I mean, it's, it, for a club like us, it's really important. Um, Probably more so, you know, in the last few years, and we said we haven't had that. So to, to get it to get a result like that, I, I, you are right. Robbie's right as well. You know, we've, we've have we have played. I mean, you look at the two games last week. We, we, we should have got points or something from them. But this one yesterday, I, I went along. Uh, well, I went thinking that you know this is a tough game. Um, Leighton are equivalently higher up, well backed, well supported for the level, and um, you know I, I thought that was a banana skin. And to, to, to do what we did there was, was really fantastic, you know, and, and, and with full credit. And, and for once, you know, we were ruthless and, 
you know, like you said, when when we've had games we should have won, we, this time we we got what we deserved. So very very pleased, obviously, um, very unexpected, but but a great win. And um, yeah, look, it keeps it interesting. You know, the, the, it's it's a long way to go still, of course, in the cup. And but but you know, the target is always just to progress. I mean, I don't think they've actually set you know formal targets, but it's lovely just to sort of bring into this stage because you've got you've got Conference South and North teams entering now, so. You know, I don't think we necessarily want them now, but but there, there is a um, you know a chance of a reasonably big tie, um, and then you've got you know the rest of the say in there. If you get a, a lower ranked team, fancy fancy going through. So you know, really really good excitement for the club and, and revenue is very very good. So, yeah, pleased with yesterday. Uh, we're struggling a bit with the uh, with the with the uh, connection, but we'll bear yeah, with it. Worried. Just we'll bear with it just for a second. Um, obviously, the other disappointment is not starting the season um, in uh, the uh, new home. Uh, I think there's there's talk of the Boxing Day game being the first one there, but obviously still issues to overcome. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we of course we want to be in. Um, I think it is a good thing is it's on the horizon. You know, we, we're very very close now. Um, so I mean, look, yeah, that's the that's the carrot, and, and obviously, you know, we do want to be in there, um, but it's just a case of, of um, biding our time and getting the right, you know, getting it getting it ready, and it won't be too long. Waited this long, I mean, really, it's um, you know, it's important we just just get in, um, and and as I say a cup run might mean that we generate more interest in the, in the run up to that. So, you know, lots to be positive about. Um, you know, I'd rather be where we are than, than a few years ago when there was no home in sight. So. You know, we're this close now, and yeah, of course, we'd like to start it in there. But you know, once we're in, we'll, we'll be um, we'll be a chance to really, really flourish. That's the exciting bit for the whole club. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, Steve, thanks very much for uh, joining us. We shall uh, talk to you again uh, Cheers, sometime in the future. Cheers. Thank you. So there we go. Uh, and uh, I mean, I, I say I went. I was down there. Uh, uh, get an interview for the women's uh, training a couple of weeks ago and uh, it, it obviously I mean it, it, this, this, the whole thing is impressive uh, and it will be much more impressive obviously when it's finished um, but uh, it's good to see that you know it, it's getting close uh, certainly um, I was also at the game yesterday because uh, uh, United weren't playing and we said exactly the same thing to Robbie after the game that um, you know on paper that was a that was a difficult tie and really in the end that you know it, it it was a bit of a walkover, really. I mean, okay, the first tw- twenty minutes or so was much more even, but after the first goal went in, and especially after the second goal went in, in the second half, it, it was really only ever going to end up in one way. And the, the the only disappointment, as I said to Robbie, is that they scored in the end. But this is what he had to say uh, following the game yesterday. Robbie, we look at the uh, fixture on paper and fifth in uh, a parallel league in the South Central League to you looked like it could be a difficult one but in the end, to be fair, you outclassed them and it was, uh, you know, almost a walkover. Yeah, I wish it <laughs> I wish it was as simple as that. Um, but yeah, look, the, the first 20 minutes was a, a very tough encounter. You know, we sort of, a little bit seeing what they were about. They had a couple of little, you know, not some opportunities but they, they sort of got in good areas where you know, if we did switch off, they could hurt us. Um, but the pleasing thing for me is the the way we went about our goals. Um, we scored at great times. Um, yeah, we got the second after they had a good opportunity, um, middle of the half sort of thing, and it, it, we should have done better with that. But you know, credit to the lads, we we brushed it off and and we went forward and we scored the second and and scoring the third. You know, when we did straight after half time, really did kill the game off for me. Um, and you could see how deflated they were. Um, but saying that, I thought we, you know, on a pretty long pitch, um, grass was pretty long and 
you know, I thought we played the conditions very well. And, you know, like you say, we're playing against a team that are above us in the league at the same level. So we always knew that coming here today was going to be a very tough encounter. So, you know, we're thankful that we've, we've got the job done and, you know, and in fact, one of, of that. And I guess if there's a disappointment, you did manage to keep a clean sheet, but goals from uh, lots of different places on the pitch. Yeah, um, so it was good to get Joe Hood too, um, playing off the high right. Um, and yeah, everyone else has, has chipped in. So it's been great for that. And, you know, confidence within the group's very good. Um, and like I said, you know, after the game Monday, if we perform like we did against Spald in that second half, Anybody at step four will struggle against us with our pace, our you know, our passing and, and our movement. So it was really good, you know, throughout today. There was patches where we, we can be better, but for through patches today we were very good and we, we played good areas, we we knew where their weak areas were and we exploited them. And I think, you know, whoever you play against, that's the, the key of winning games of football is in exploiting weaknesses and trying to go for them and, and trying to sort of execute and as best we can and, and like I say today we did it and you know 6-1 it could have been 7 or 8 in the end so yeah, we're really pleased next next round of the Cup's really important for us as a football club um, you know there was, a, there was a real hefty crowd here today and you know everyone was expecting a home win um, so it's great to come and spoil the party um, and earn some money for the football club I was going to say, you, you get into the next round, but you've also now picked up about five grand in prize money plus gate money, uh, which is obviously a, a huge thing for a club that's uh, trying to move into the new ground. Yeah, it is. And, and look, it'd be great that if I said this money went into the playing budget, but there's more important things that are needed right now. And look, if I can keep this group of 14, 15 together and fit, you know, I'm not saying we're going to be in the playoffs or win the league, but we've got every chance of doing a lot better than we did last year you know players like Brad Roll Steph Broccoli Joe Hood you know players that we've brought in Richard Black you know good experienced players who have played a lot of games at this level but some of them are still very young so really pleased with with a lot of that um, and we'll keep striving to make us better um, you know the lads are taking on everything we want from them and like I say it's it's good times at the moment although you know we need to start picking up points in the league yeah, you say you're on the league break really at the moment with the FA Cup this week and then next week it's the qualifying round in the FA Trophy against number two in this South Central League um, so uh, you know perhaps a welcome distraction and a chance to uh, uh, you know get more competitive time under everybody's belt yeah it is and I think you know these games against teams that we don't always play against are good for us because you know I talk about the the three steps of North, Central and, and the Northern. Now, it, it's just a completely different look for me. You know, late in today, a fourth, fifth, you know, very well organised, got pace, and, but it, it's not what we see week in, week out. So, look, we'd be interested to see how Kings Langley have got today because I think they're in the FA Cup. So, you know, we worry about ourselves and if we perform to the level that we've done today, you know, we will be a, a problem for most teams at not just step four, but step three. And, and hopefully, like I say, we can take that little break from, from league action. You know, the shackles are off and it's go and express yourselves. And, and I thought today, once we got two, three, four up, it was, it was really good to see that, you know, players breaking the neck, trying to get forward and get on the score sheet. And, and that's what we want when it's 2-0, 1-0. We want players 
you know, running forward, playing forward and trying to create us opportunities to score goals. So, yeah, really pleasing from literally every aspect bar conceding the goal. And I think, yeah, I mean, it was such a good game. It was such a, such a good afternoon. Um, and hopefully that uh, will, you know, uh, get get uh, something kick-started in the league. Uh, if you look uh, where City currently are in the league, again, it's it's not great. Uh, 17th, uh, they beat Gressley at the start of the season, who had just beneath them, sitting on four points very early, ob- uh, obviously, in, in terms of where they're at. But they'll be wanting, as we said, to get better than that. They'll also be wanting a home draw in the uh, FA Cup as well. Uh, not sure. I presume that will be early next week. Uh, that draw there, so we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk uh, Histon across the city and South Cambridgeshire on FM, digital, and your mobile. Cambridge One Hundred and Five Radio from the terraces on Cambridge One Hundred and Five Radio. When we come back, uh, we'll be talking uh, all things Histon. So I had hoped to uh, get hold of Lance. Uh, he's uh, taking a uh, short break, um, so I weren't able to talk to him this morning. Um, but I uh, have spoken to uh, Mark, uh, and uh, I'll play that in just a second. But Histon, uh, you know, you don't, I mean, it, it is early in the season, and you don't want to make too much of it. We know that uh, in the interview I played a couple of weeks ago, uh, Lance made it very clear that questions are being asked and it's not where they want to be. Seven games in, just uh, two draws, a goal difference of minus 11, having only scored six and conceded 17, two points firmly at the bottom with Easington, who played a game less as well. Um, so, you know, it, it's certainly not good. Uh, as I say, I spoke to uh, Mark Lesniak uh, this morning. This is what he had to say about where we're at at the moment well mark it's uh <laughs> it's difficult isn't it you, you had uh, such a good season last year looking at uh, you know finishing exactly where you'd uh, you'd got sixth place which ironically might have even got you a, a playoff spot this year but uh, wasn't to be you started uh, the new season and uh, the record unfortunately is play seven uh, won none drawn two lost five Six goals, four seventeen again. So a minus eleven goal difference, two points, uh, dead last level with Easington Sports. Um, yeah, the record speaks for itself, I guess. And uh, well, I mean, I haven't actually. Well, prior to the thing, I didn't want to check the table. That then, uh, <laughs> and then when you said we were going to have a chat. I thought I'd better have a look. And uh, yeah, I don't think I would have won any prizes for uh, guessing where we were languishing in the table. It's it's been a difficult start. Um, Really not ideal. I wasn't able to make the trip away to uh, the first game of the season, um, but I did see we were 2-0 up after 15 minutes. and I was, I was already dreaming of league titles or, or playoff places, but um, yeah, we were brought back down to a day with uh, three goals conceded in a row. And it's kind of just set the tone for, for the first six or seven games of the season so far. Um, yeah, it just keeping the goals out. At one end is a struggle, and we're not really scoring too many at the other. So um, there's a bit of a problem with our hands, and we need to try and sort it quickly. 
Yeah, and I guess, you know, also were knocked out of the uh, FA Cup, but at least you're in the uh, VAR still. A, a good 4-3 win uh, against Great Yarmouth Town uh, just over a week ago now. Um, but we had, to, I mean, it was interesting, uh, there, there was an interview we did with Lance, uh, it was actually probably two weeks ago now, where he outlined, you know, the position that we're in and, and said that, you know, both him and the players were, were really playing for their places. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the board weren't making any moves, but uh, they, they had pointed out that obviously things had to improve as if, as if that needed to be done. Um, uh, but they were impressed that the uh, spirit within the camp uh, seemed to be good. And then along comes, first of all, a draw against Cookno to pick, the, uh, to pick a point up in the league. And then that win against Great Yarmouth, um, which is always a difficult place to go. Uh, and you kind of looked at that and thought, well, okay, that's that's getting that's getting better. And then Yaxley, um, a late a late equaliser gives another point in the league. And you think, okay, it, it, it might be turning round. Now, admittedly, it was Newport Pagnell yesterday who are uh, at, way out way out up front front in, t- in the top of the league. So you you can potentially not read too much into that particular um, score. They've uh, so far lost where they've dropped three points and that's all they've dropped. They're top of the league with March Town. Um, uh-huh. But it almost seemed like it was starting to kick into gear. Yeah, I mean, we did have a sort of a flutter of performances where we we seemed to have steadied the ship, um, but yeah, we, we were completely blown away by, um, by a very strong Newport Pagnell side who have, I think, have, have been strong in this league for quite a number of seasons now, and I'm I'm kind of still amazed that they're they're still at this level. I believe they've reached Wembley twice in the last two or three years as well in the FA Vars, so they're always a strong side and. Um, I was under no illusions yesterday. It was going to be a, a tough test. Um, however, it was still just disappointing to kind of see us, uh, I guess, gradually capitulate in the way that we did. Uh, we and, and again, this is a, sort of another sort of story of our season. I think we we put in small little patches of of, of decent play, and we'll have a, a you know a decent five minute spell in games here and there, but it's not woven into a complete performance and I think that's just what we're struggling for at the moment um, and I think Lance is just kind of struggling to find that balance in the side uh, Danny Gould has been moved to a number of positions we've we've switched Max from the back to, to up front to try and see if that works uh, I think Rob Ruddy's been switched between centre back and full back I believe so it, yeah it's kind of indicative at the moment that we're really searching for, for that sort of balance in the side and yeah I mean obviously given given our track record at the moment um, it's yeah it, we're struggling to come by that at the moment so um, it, we'll have to see what happens it's it's um, it's kind of a hard job uh, really to I guess if you're if you're on the Histon board and you're, you're watching those performances and you're seeing the gates gradually go down um, it's, it's hard to know sort of when to maybe make a, a, an important decision and, and yeah it's huge isn't it I mean uh, Mark said you know Lance is a is a Histon legend to, to be contemplating potentially doing something about it it's it's a, a very difficult decision for the board it is early but you can't let too many games slip although as we pointed out a lot of the success last year came from the second two thirds of the season um, so it will be interesting to see you know what happens over coming days but they desperately desperately need a win um, and 
and uh, I think you know there's there's not a lot of time to get that. They've got uh, another cup game coming up uh, next week, and then it's back with Coventry and St Neots. And if you look at the league table, Coventry are sitting right smack bang in the middle, and St Neots are right there up at the top. So uh, it's not going to get easier for them. But we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll talk about uh, the women's football. Across the city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. So both, uh, as I say, the women's teams in league action, start of their league season uh, for them. Uh, caught up with uh, both Paul Burling, uh, uh, who, who heads up the women's football there, um, and uh, Darren Marjoram, who's the manager at uh, Cambridge United. Uh, let's start with what Paul had to say. They're about to line up in 10 minutes against uh, Norwich. Uh, well, I want to press that. So, Darren, uh, we talked about uh, after the game the disappointment of. Dear, that's the second one I've got wrong there. That's because I don't name my files very well while I'm dragging them in on here. So, let's try that one again. This is what Paul had to say um, as they are about to line up uh, against Actonians. Not even Norwich got that wrong in two attempts. Here we go. Let's try and taste play this one. So, Paul, it was the determining round of the League Cup League Plate. Uh, you're playing Southampton women in uh, same level as you, just in the uh, Western League, uh, but uh, a 2-1 win. Yeah, yeah, good good win. Um, any win's a good win, obviously. And, um, yeah, it's nice to get a, a game under our belts and, uh, and come out on the right side of the, of the score. So, yeah, good result overall. And uh, I, I guess the unfortunate thing was you, you, the uh, previous game uh, that would have seen the first competitive game of the season was postponed because of the uh, World Cup. Uh, w- was it a disadvantage? I mean, I suppose everybody was facing the same thing, but did, did, were you ready to start the season, do you think? I, th- I think in, I think the girls would admit it themselves. We, we looked off the pace and rusty. Um, so, f- therefore, to get the win off the back of that um, it is all the more better for us, really. Um, Sometimes it is all about the result and, and we got the result. But yeah, in, in my honest opinion, we did look a little bit rusty and a little bit off the pace. And as you say, the, the history books will show a win uh, at the end of the at the end of the day and you progress to the uh, next round, which will be in the uh, League Cup. Uh, a good chance there of potentially picking out some uh, much better opposition. Yes, there's some, there's some good teams in the competition. Uh, there's some long journeys. So <laughs> we hope we get a home game. That's what I'll keep my fingers crossed for. Absolutely, but it but it'd be nice for the girls to play a a, a good quality side um, and, and get that experience. Yeah, definitely. Look, that, that it's all about experience. We've got still got a, a core of a very young team, so it'll be um, be good to get somebody different, somebody new. Um, but, uh, as long as it's not sort of a million miles away, um, <laughs> we could do without a long trip away. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's uh, on to league action, opening league game of the season, uh, as it turns out, away at Actonians. Actonians are a very good side last side, lost their opening game uh, this season, but uh, obviously going to be a strong competition, as will uh, virtually everybody in the league. Yeah, so the, the, the game's come thick and fast now. We have Actonians on Sunday, swiftly followed by a home game uh, against Norwich on the Tuesday. And, um, you know, we underestimate nobody. They'll all be tough games. Actonians are very well organised, very well drilled team. So we've we've talked about the fixture list in the past and the way in which it tends to distribute games oddly. That some weeks you're playing nothing uh, from you know for seven to ten days, and then other weeks you're playing potentially three games on a Sunday midweek and then a Sunday. Does that make it more difficult to prepare? 
It definitely does. Um, uh, you know, we we don't seem to ever be able to get into a rhythm. The girls, you know, it, it's so much easier to play when you're playing week in, week out. Um, training's great, obviously, and we train twice a week. But when you're not playing regularly it, and f- uh, getting fluent football into your legs, it's just, uh, it makes it even more difficult for the girls, really, especially yeah. at the start of the season. Yeah, I was going to say exacerbated because it's right at the start of the season. In terms of injuries, did you come through the uh, Southampton game intact? Yeah, we're completely unscathed from that. And we've got a couple of girls back from holiday um, and returning from previous injuries. So the squad should be a a lot deeper this weekend. Um, So, yeah, looking forward to it. So, uh, as I say, if you're not there, you're probably not going to get there now necessarily. It's uh, five, six minutes till kick-off at Actonians Rectory Park in Middlesex. Uh, good luck to uh, Cambridge City United. Have got a home game. They're playing uh, They're playing uh, Haywards Heath at St Neots again for six minutes before kick-off. I'm going for the second half on that one. They had a, a much more unfortunate result. They met up with Norwich City in the first round, in this determining round. Uh, they lose 5-0, so go into the plate instead. Caught up with Darren. Uh, on after training on Thursday night. This is what he had to say about uh, where they're at uh, now, ready to go into their first league game. So, Darren, uh, we talked about uh, after the game the disappointment of uh, the defeat to Norwich, more, more so the nature of the defeat. And uh, I think f- for me, it was just it didn't, didn't look quite match ready. Um, yeah, I, th- I think what happened was is that the, we, we didn't have a a joined together plan at all times of the game out on the pitch. We, we had that before the game. We'd said about how we wanted to play and what we wanted to do. Um, but it doesn't yeah. take a huge amount, just one or two players where it doesn't uh, come together. And that's when it starts to fall apart as it did on Sunday. But um, listen, it's been a good week of training. We've, we've got back out there. I really love the attitude of the girls. They've just walked in on Tuesday, cracked straight on with it again. No bother. So it's gone. We move on from it and we, we crack on with the next one. Hayward's Heath uh, in the first league game, uh, a side that you won't know much about because they've not been, it's the first time in the league. So uh, have you had a chance to have a look at them at all? No, not really, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I've got bits and bobs of information, but com- to be completely honest, I think Sunday showed that what it's about for us is to look at ourselves and what we do. Um, I think that's the most important thing. So that's what this week's all been about. What it'll be about on Sunday is us focusing on what we do and what we need to do better. Um, but I, like I say, I really like the reaction that we have from people this week. And we've certainly, you know, we've spoken about the things that we need to do better and um, I think we're, we're looking forward to the game And in terms of uh, injuries carrying over from the weekend anything or are you full strength at the moment? No we've still got injuries um, I'm, I'm blessed that I have a fairly large squad on paper it looks like I've got lots of people available but we've, we've got injuries um, we've got a couple of new people new faces that have come in so we've, 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 we'll be okay we'll be absolutely fine but yeah we, we still have a few people who are unavailable some who are already unavailable and then picked, an, picked another couple of sort of strains and knocks up during the week so um but, you know, that's what a squad's there for, so fairly comfortable with that. And in terms of, uh, obviously, league action, uh, first first one because of the cancer, the postponement of the previous game, uh, you'll want to make that strong start in the league and put this one behind you. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you, you could say that the game against Norwich, um, if, it, if we was going to put in a performance like that, I'd rather it be in a cup competition. Um, the league is, is the bread and butter that we want to do well in, of course, like everybody does, so... Sunday's a really important game for us, but we approach it as we do with any other. You know, we've prepared properly, we've, we've said how we want to play and what we want to do, and now it's on us to go out there and go and deliver that. But really important that we, that we put in a good performance, not just first league game, but, you know, when you've got a, a defeat like that and you're coming off the back of that, you always want to have a reaction and, and go out there and show that you're better than that. So that's what it's about for us now.
And it's a busy week as well. You've got uh, two more games in uh, in, in those seven-day periods. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, three games to fit in. So Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday. Um, so that becomes a little bit of a challenge because we've got to manage people a little bit along the way. So, you know, it, the, the side, the, the 11 will change a little bit through those three games. But um, again, you know, that's why we've got a depth of squad. Um, Tuesday will be an interesting one against Sudbury. You know, they're a good side that got promoted. Um, they've, they've got a lot of good attributes about them. So they'll be a tough ass to go and, go and play there. And then on the Sunday afterwards is Norwich at uh, Carroll Road. So, yeah, three, three good games to look forward to. And that one's obviously going to be an interesting one in terms of how many people have come down. Could be a very big crowd, could be a nice one to play against. Yeah, for sure. So they, they had 7,500, um, I think, on the last game that they had at Carroll Road last season. And they're, they're really confident that they'll get sort of around that number again or maybe a bit more. Um, and just a fantastic experience for people. But, but as we always say, you know, it's a, it's a nice experience. We're playing in the stadium, much the same as when we go to the Abbey Stadium. But our job's to go out there and go and win the game. So, um, yeah, it'll be a really interesting one different for a lot of our players to play with a crowd like that but uh, looking forward to it yeah it's always a bit difficult I, I, I get to the second half of the games because obviously they kick off at 2 o'clock uh, I'm not going to be able to get to that one obviously because by the time I get to Norwich it'll be all over so uh, disappointed I won't get to see that one but we'll be down to the Hayward Heath game shortly uh, thanks very much to uh, to Matt to Mark and to Steve Warren thanks for uh, for Robbie for talking to me uh, we'll be back again next week hopefully Histon can get a, 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 a decent result Cambridge 105 Radio